Hey there, this is Clay with ModernLove.Life where we help you get the great loving relationship that you're looking for without having to play mind games, without having to play hard to get, and without having to pretend to be someone or something that you are not because I believe that you deserve to be loved for the unique, wonderful, amazing person that you are. And if you agree with me, do me a favor by hitting the thumbs up button and by subscribing if you are not already. Um, so before we go ahead and get started today talking about why it seems like your ex is moving on so quickly, um, I wanted to just let everybody know, give you guys a quick update, that uh, we have received a lot of interest um, in coaching and even group coaching and some sort of online interactive course. So, uh, you know, over the past couple of weeks, we have been putting out blog posts and getting feedback from you guys about this stuff, and this is something that you've been very interested in. So we are going to be moving forward with that. Um, we're going to be getting a clear idea from you guys about what that might be looking like specifically. Um, so if you're not already on the interest list for all of this stuff, please head down to the link below this video and you can go ahead and sign up over there for that interest list. Um, we're gonna be only talking to the people on that interest list moving forward and we're going to be working with them to make the right uh, coaching or group coaching or interactive class um, for, for you guys. Whatever you guys are looking for most, we're going to be working together with you to put that together. So anyway, let's get into today's topic, which is why your ex is moving on so quickly. And I know it can be really tough for a lot of people when you see that your ex is perhaps in a rebound relationship or when it seems like everything in their life is just falling into place uh, so effortlessly after a breakup, all while you are having a really hard time emotionally, you are maybe um, heartbroken, you're having a difficult time even functioning through the day. Um, and it can make you really wonder, like, what's going on? Why is it so easy for them? Did they never care about me? Is our relationship so meaningless, so forgettable, so um, not important to them that they can just move on so effortlessly? And the answer is that it's not that they're truly moving on in the, the truest sense of the word. Um, for example, if they're in a rebound relationship, if they're dating somebody else, it's not that they have really moved on, so to speak. It's that they are burying their emotions inside of a rebound relationship, inside of a new relationship, trying to hope that it will somehow allow them to leapfrog over having to process the emotions of breaking up with you. And this is something that's very common these days, and we can talk about why that might be some other time. There's a, a lot to unpack there. Um, but it, it, you know, if you've been watching these live streams and you've been watching them for a while, you probably can see where I'm heading with this. And that is that your ex is in, going into a rebound relationship because they are, at least temporarily speaking, emotionally unavailable. They are moving on so quickly because they are stuck in an emotionally unavailable dynamic with a willing participant, which is their rebound partner. And it seems like they're moving on so quickly because of what's actually called displacement, psychological displacement is happening in this particular circumstance. So what exactly might this look like? Um, psychological displacement is essentially when they are fast forwarding their new relationship up to the same approximate level as their previous relationship. They're bypassing the organic milestones in a normal relationship um, 
and trying to make it look or seem like their previous relationship, the one that they had with you. So if it took the two of you, you know, a year to move in together, a couple years to talk about, you know, getting engaged or something like that, then they might do this in a matter of weeks or months. And it might, you, you know, just looking at from the outside, it might look like, oh, this must be like the real deal because it's all happening so fast. Uh, you know, it took us so long to make this happen, but it's, it's, they're doing it so quickly, it must be because that relationship is like just really rock solid and great. You know, especially when you look at people's posts on social media, on Facebook and all that stuff, um, you, you kind of see their life as like a perfect, uh, you know, Instagram perfect um, representation of reality. And it can really look like they've got everything put together. It can really look like they've got this perfect, flawless existence happening, this perfect, flawless relationship happening. But what I always try to remind people is that the, the, the stuff that your ex or anybody really is posting on social media is a very curated version of their life. It's what they want you to see. It's what they want the world to see. It's what they want the world to think about their life. You know, people don't post on social media, hey, I'm having a really dull day today. There's nothing going on. I'm just going to sit around in my sweatpants and... <laughs> And, uh, and zone out on TV or something like that. People, people don't typically do that unless they're trying to be like ironic or something like that. Um, typically, when you're looking at somebody's social media, when you're looking at their Facebook, when you're looking at their whatever, you're just seeing the highlights of their life. You're seeing the, the best parts of their day, the best parts of what they want you to see. And you're not seeing the full picture. Um, oftentimes, when a relationship or when some aspect of somebody's life is really struggling, they will even try to play it up to look perfect um, on social media as a way of maybe trying to avoid the reality that they're experiencing um, or as a way to try to convince themselves that the relationship is doing great, that it's thriving, that it's getting better or something along those lines. So um, don't think that just because online, on social media, on Facebook, on whatever, that everything is looking great, that um, it necessarily is so. And just because your ex is in a rebound relationship, just because they are uh, fast forwarding, just because they are leapfrogging past the natural organic milestones of a, um, of a normal organic relationship, it doesn't mean that they're truly moving on. It means that they're trying to move on. It means that they believe that they are moving on. But you know, when it comes to human emotion, you can't just like, flip a switch like that and be like, okay, great, I am completely over my ex. <laughs> it just doesn't work that way. Uh, in order to truly be over your ex, in order to truly move on, you have to go through the emotional journey of for, you know, including many things such as mourning the loss of your relationship. And, you know, if, the, if you and your ex were actually in a significant relationship where there was a significant emotional connection um, and all of that stuff, and they break up with you, they are probably feeling that as well too because they're not just gonna sit in a relationship with you for year after year after year um, if it's not something that they actually care about, right? If the relationship was just dead anyway, then you know maybe they might be able to move on fairly quickly because they've had the time to, to process and go through all of that stuff within the context of the relationship before the breakup mm -hmm. happened, but 
um, you know, if this was a, a, a real strong relationship that the two of you shared up until recently, then this is still stuff that they have to deal with and still have to work through. They might try to hide from it. They might try to avoid it. They might try to leapfrog past it. They might try to bury their emotions into a rebound relationship or something like that. But you can't really do that forever. You know, it's like, yeah, if you break your leg, theoretically speaking, you could probably limp a few more steps to get to the hospital or something like that where you can get it looked at. But just because you're able to limp a few more steps doesn't mean that you are all better and that you can walk and that you don't hurt and that your leg's not broken, right? Um, and eventually, they're going to have to deal with this stuff. Eventually, it will come out. Eventually, the ramifications of the breakup of the emotions of all of that stuff will catch up with them and they will have to confront it in one way or another. You can't just suppress your emotions forever unless you want to end up emotionally dead, uh, which most people don't want to do. Um, I'm guessing your ex probably doesn't want to end up emotionally dead either. No matter how much of a badass they pretend to be, one of the great joys of life is having an emotional experience as we go through life. Um, so, so don't just think that your ex has moved on just because, you know, it, it looks optically from the outside that they're in some sort of wonderful fantasy life or anything like that. Um, people often have very complex and very, very nuanced inner worlds where we try to make the outside world think one thing about us but really we're dealing with our own struggles, our own challenges on the inside. And just because somebody is putting out some sort of illusion, some sort of image, some sort of impression that their life is one way, it really can be true that their inside world is completely different. So again, just because it looks like your ex is moving on, just because it looks like your ex is in some sort of great relationship, just because it looks on social media that your ex is living some sort of perfect lifestyle, just know that reality is often not as clean and simple and polished as that. You know, just like how you may do things like try to put on a smiling face just to get through the day. It doesn't mean that you're genuinely, authentically happy. You know, you could really be shaken and heartbroken on the inside. And, you know, your ex is probably going through something similar to that as well, too. So uh, just that's definitely something to absolutely keep in mind as you're dealing with all this stuff, as you're moving forward, as you're, you know, looking at their stuff on social media, as you're getting updates about what they're going through and what they're doing through friends of friends and all that stuff. Uh, don't think that just because they are doing the right actions or doing things that look one way, that it's necessarily that way inside, in their heart, in their emotional experience, okay? So once again, if you like what we're doing here, please do me a favor by giving this video a thumbs up, subscribing to the channel if you're not already. And um, if you are interested in the uh, group coaching or personal one-on-one -on -one coaching or some sort of interactive online course with a group coaching component in it, uh, please go ahead and check out the link down below where you can sign up for um, the interest list where I'm going to be having a discussion, a conversation, an ongoing dialogue with you guys to help to create the right thing for you, what, whatever that might look like. Um, but that is, I believe, at modernlove.life slash the-final-call, where I'm basically just saying, hey, guys, this is your last chance to get on board and have your hand and have your voice heard in creating all of this. So uh, check that out if that's something that you're interested in. 
Okay, with that being said, let's get into the Q&A, the chat section. Um, hey, not only is he moving fast, but his family and friends are too. They are treating her like she is part of the family and that I never existed. To top it all off, my ex is being really shut down and cold towards me. Mixed with the silent treatment, I noticed that his rebound is meddling in our messages by how the style um, and the writing has changed. We only broke up six months ago and they have been together for 5.2, 5 point, that's a very specific number of months, 5.2 months, um, if not more. She seems better fit for him. How can, I, how can a rebound last so long? Can you explain displacement and why it doesn't work? Okay, so first of all, when it comes to rebound relationships, they absolutely can last into the long run, but in order for that to happen, they need to cease being a rebound relationship. And they need to uh, become a relationship where the people are actually in a relationship together, not just with the concept of somebody else, okay? So um, this is typically how this would happen. Uh, you're, you and your ex go through a breakup for any number of reasons, and then your ex gets into a rebound relationship with somebody else. You know, your ex is trying to avoid the pain of the breakup. Your ex is trying to move on because they think that if they just take the actions that they will move on and that they'll start to feel better when really your feelings cause your actions, your actions don't cause your feelings. Um, but anyway, that's a topic for another day. Um, and so they're going to get into this rebound relationship. But because they have not fully dealt with the emotional consequences of the breakup, they are getting into this relationship not able to have a fully emotional connection with this other person that's there with them. Instead, they are having a, a, a relationship, a connection with more of a concept, an idea in their head, whether that is the idea of being over the breakup, the idea of being over their ex, the idea of being in a relationship, the idea of being in a better relationship, the idea of moving on quickly, the idea of bouncing back fast, the idea of um, you know, one-upping you by moving on first or whatever it might be. Um, that is what your ex is doing when they're getting into that rebound relationship. Now, because they have an idea of what's familiar from their relationship with you, they'll often try to speed up that relationship to look like the relationship that they had with you. So that might mean uh, having their family meet them and all of that stuff, uh, which it sounds like is happening in your situation. Um, and so if this relationship was going to last into the long run, what would have to happen is that your ex would have to come out of this period of emotional unavailability. They would have to come out of this period of emotional unavailability where they're trying to be in a relationship with more of a concept than the actual person there. And they'd have to start to put their attention onto the actual person that they're in a rebound relationship with. They'd have to start to understand who that person is. They'd have to start to get curious about that person, actually start to create organic, real emotional connections with that person rather than just with the concept of another person. And then they would have to actually start to form that organic connection, okay? This can happen, you know, that's why some rebound relationships do work. Uh, you know, all it takes for a relationship to work is for one person to decide to be in the relationship and another person to decide to be in the relationship and for them to never change their mind. Um, that's all that you really need for a relationship to work. But is that necessarily a great relationship? Sometimes it is if what I'm talking about now happens. Sometimes it's not if they're just deciding not to move. <laughs> um, and so if, if the relationship is going to last so it, that long, if the rebound relationship is going to last so long, either 
they are both okay settling for crumbs from one another, from one another because uh, neither one of them is fully emotionally connected with one another because they are both emotionally unavailable to a certain degree or other, as, um, as all people, at least temporarily after a breakup, are. Um, and they're okay settling for crumbs from one another because they're okay with being in a relationship with a partner who is more in love with the concept of a relationship than they are with you. And they're, they're saying, yes, this is okay as a relationship dynamic. Or because your ex is starting to open up more emotionally, the rebound partner is starting to open up more emotionally and they're actually able to start and form that um, real organic connection with one another. Now, the reason that rebound relationships often do not work is because there is that fundamental disconnect because of the emotional unavailability. But assuming somebody does start to open up and become more emotionally available, that's when you have to actually start to discover who the other person you are in a relationship with. First of all, it's very rare for two people to start to First of all, um, if there is a rebound relationship, both individuals have to be emotionally unavailable to some degree. It's impossible for somebody to be emotionally unavailable and for them to be in a relationship with somebody who is emotionally available and for that, to, that dynamic to happen long term. Okay, For both people to say, yes, this is something that I'm willing to accept, both individuals have to be emotionally unavailable, both closed off in some degree. And so if one person starts to open up, it's very rare for the other person to open up at the same time at approximately the same uh, uh, pace. But if that does happen, then they have to start to explore who each other is, who the other, what's the right grammar for that? Who the other person is um, in order to uh, uh, actually form that legitimate connection, that organic connection between one another. And then this is where you have to actually start to discover who that person is, whether the two of you actually have shared values, things in common, things that you uh, have a shared vision together and all of that stuff. And that, that again, is also pretty rare. Um, and so, but, but you know, again, we're, we're kind of in over our head because we committed way too soon, way too fast. And so what most people will do is they'll try to just cling on for dear life and hope that this relationship works out. And that's actually how most people do relationships uh, these days, which is not the best strategy in general. Um, but uh, they'll try to hang on for dear life when it comes to their relationship, uh, even though they may not have shared values, shared common interests, and all of that stuff. Um, and, and they may try to really force it to work. But because they don't have shared values, because they don't have a shared life vision, because they are fundamentally incompatible in one way or another, there's going to be a lot of friction between the two of them um, as they really start to discover who they are. And as this friction starts to build up, um, you know, it could be like a really big form of friction, like, you know, I always wanted an open relationship or something like that, and the other person doesn't. They want a monogamous relationship. That could be a big form of friction or it could be a small form of friction. Um, like, like where people just have two different values and it, it, you know, it's not like a major thing, it's not like a really dramatic thing, but they're just kind of being pulled in two opposite directions where in order for them to be together, at least one of them has to be unhappy, uh, probably both of them to some degree. Uh, you know, that's what happened between me and my ex. Um, but but that's, that's typically what's going to happen as, as the two people become more emotionally available, if they even get that far. And then, of course, as this 
mounting incompatibility starts to build up, what's going to happen is they're going to become more and more dissatisfied with one another. And um, eventually, the resentment is going to start to build. It's going to be like, well, you know, I'm giving up all of this so that I can be with you and you're not changing or you're, you, you know, I keep trying to do this, but you never listen and all that stuff because they never did the proper due diligence before getting into a relationship with one another. And so the resentment is going to start to build until eventually one party or the other decides to break up, right? Um, or until complacency sets in and then they just decide to, to have a, a long-term relationship that's like a two out of 10 or something like that. And they both decide, okay, this is acceptable. This is the best that I'm capable of. This is what I deserve in life. Um, and so if you look at all of these different branching paths, right, it's like, okay, uh, you have two emotionally unavailable people. Who is willing to settle for that? Then if they start to open up, are they both going to open up at the same time, at the same pace? And then if, if they do both start to open up at the same time, at the same pace, are they actually compatible with one another? And if they're not compatible with one another, are they going to be complacent with one another? And are they going to be complacent with one another? Then are they going to eventually build up resentment and leave? You know, you have all these branching paths of possibilities, and you can start to understand why rebound relationships have such a poor track record when it comes to their longevity because people are getting in way too fast. Get, they're getting in over their head way too fast. Um, they're getting too committed too fast before they really know themselves, before they really know their partner, before they really know what they're looking for, before they really know what they're signing up for. And as the reality starts to set in, that is when the challenges start to arise. And you know this may take a whole lot longer than 5.2 months to manifest itself. Um, so again, don't be concerned um, if, if it seems like some sort of fairy tale life out there. Like what I mentioned at the beginning of this video, people broadcast things out to the world that are not necessarily true, especially on social media, um, especially when they're emotionally unavailable. So don't be concerned about this. Don't think that it means that his relationship with you was meaningless, that his time with you was meaningless or anything like that. Um, based off of how most rebound relationships go, I can tell you that he's probably just dealing with the breakup in a really bad way, <laughs> in a really ineffective way. Um, I mean, you know, it's like, hey, if you wanted to get in shape and lose weight or something like that, you, you know, you were like unhappy with your body for any number of reasons and you decide, okay, I'm gonna lose some weight, I'm going to get in shape, and instead you decide to just, I don't know, like just get drunk or something like that so that you stop feeling bad about your body, right? It might make you feel a little bit better for that night, but eventually, you know, it's not gonna help you too much. It's not gonna help you, it's not gonna change anything, it's not gonna suddenly open up a great world of possibility for you. Uh, so again, that's, that's what I'm seeing with a lot of people's exes when they're in rebound relationships, so don't sweat it. Don't jump to conclusions that like they're actually moving on. Just kind of actually feel bad for them. Feel bad for them because they're walking into a train wreck nine times out of 10, and um, they're gonna be in for a world of hurt when it actually comes back to them. Um, and you know, you can, you can find joy in that if you hate your ex. You can find uh, pity in that if you actually still have compassion and uh, love and affection for your ex. But you know, that's all, for, that's all on you. That's how you wanna feel about things. I'm just here to tell you that is why it seems like your ex is moving on so fast.
Anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. I know this is earlier than normal, but that's the availability that I had today. So once again, give me a thumbs up if you liked what we're doing here. Subscribe to the channel if you're not already, and please check out that link in the description if you are interested in um, personal coaching or group coaching or an interactive course with group coaching as a part of it. And I will keep